This is Tiger Hall. If you're aiming to uncover the transformative power of communities in driving business success, then stay tuned. We're speaking to Joshua Zirkel, Head of Global Engagement Marketing for Community at Asana. Joshua is going to draw from his 20 plus years experience leading community programs to give us some of his insider knowledge. Here's our conversation. Okay, Josh, we're discussing using communities effectively at the core of your business. Could you discuss some of the common challenges or obstacles professionals are likely to encounter when doing this? Sure. One of the biggest challenges with community marketing and community go-to-market strategies is that, frankly, it's not that well understood. Because community can mean something different at almost every company that it's at, Different companies have a different definition of what community is, what it's meant to do, the way it's measured, if it's measured at all, and how it's resourced. And so as a community leader, one of the things that you need to do is really define what it is at the organization that you're at so that everyone is on the same page and is looking at it through the same lens. Also, because of similar reasons, community can often be seen as a nice to have or something that's fun or fluffy or on the side. And not something that's seen instead as integral to the business and to the go-to-market cycle. It's really important to get that alignment with why is community at this company and what is it meant to do to remove that feeling of, oh, this is just something that we do for fun. Fun is great, but that's dangerous to be seen as the only value that you offer. (laughs) And then finally, because of these reasons, often there's very limited resourcing for a community, which makes it difficult to do the work. So if people aren't aligned on what the goals are, they don't understand the community is meant to do something more than just have fun. Oftentimes, this is not perceived as a priority. And so there's often very limited resourcing. So being able to articulate the value, how it's going to impact the business, and how you're going to be tracking and reporting on it is important because that's how you get the resource that you need to be really successful. Mm. Yeah, so fun is great, but it's not enough. <laughs> fun is great. And that's the experience you want your members to have. But yeah. fun is not, as it turns out, a value that most businesses care about. So you really need to be able to explain to the business what is the value that you're bringing. Is it helping make pipeline go faster? Is it helping to create customer-generated content? Is it message amplification? What is it? Those are the things that a company will care about. Fun is usually not on that list. So you have to be able to talk about more than just, well, we had an event and it was really fun. (laughs) Makes complete sense. Okay, how does community-led growth contribute to an organization's overall business strategy, their reputation, and their senior stakeholder relationships? Yeah, this depends, again, on the company. Depending on the company and the overall strategy that marketing has and the company has in general, community can be absolutely integral and can help lead go-to-market efforts, or it could be one of the facets of go-to-market, or it could be completely off to the side. It really just depends on the company and what the priorities are for a given organization. But one of the things that community can offer, regardless of where it sits and its level of prioritization, is it can offer direct insights into how well any go-to-market strategy is working. Because if you have a community, you can ask them really easily, hey, we're coming up with this new messaging. What do you think? Or here's our new design. Would you like to offer some feedback? So you can get a lot of insights on the fly, on the ground, in real time with people who are part of the community. So it can be really an amazing contributor to how your company thinks about getting feedback as the go-to-market strategy is developing. Additionally, just in terms of overall company GTM, you get really great reputation boosts. If you have people who really like what you do, 
you get their authentic voices, whether that's leaving reviews online or telling the people in their network about what you do. You get great amplification on social and offline within their own networks about your tool, your product, your strategy, and how it's impacting them. And these people become advocates for you and can take your product or your service from company to company with you. So that's something that not a lot of marketing methods can say that they can do. And beyond all of this, for you as a community leader or a community team, you get to build really great relationships between community members in your organization. Especially for you, you get to build stakeholder relationships in ways that feel really impactful across an org. Because as you build relationships with stakeholders, you can learn more about what matters to them. And you'll get ideas for how community can intersect with their work and connect dots in ways that they might not have thought of otherwise. And that's something for me as a senior community leader, that's the main part of my job is identifying across the company, where can community make an impact? We have an incredible group of people who are part of the Asana community. Which way can we direct them to help impact the business in a way that's most important right now? And I'm able to determine that by building relationships with stakeholders. Hey, sorry to so rudely interrupt, but I just wanted to let you know that this is a Tiger Hall podcast. Tiger Hall is the world's leading social learning platform, and we have hundreds of interviews just like this with amazing senior business leaders from around the world. These can all be accessed via the Tiger Hall app, which is free to download. You get free content every month and new stuff is uploaded every workday. I hope to see you there. Could you talk to us a bit about measuring and evaluating the impact of community-led growth. I think you sort of touched on it a little bit when we were talking about fun. You know, fun isn't enough. Could you talk about the metrics and indicators used to assess the success of such initiatives? As it turns out, there's no metric that you can use to measure fun. There's no fun (laughs) scale. I wish there were because I'd probably use that too. But I think for community-led efforts, it's useful to think about how you look at things via two lenses. One is program health and the other is business impact. So program health is... How many ambassadors do we have as part of our program? How many events did we hold and how many people were there? So the things that will tell you, how is your program doing? Are people accessing the resources that you've created? Are they connecting with you and with other members in your private chat area? This tells you, okay, people are coming to our program and they are leveraging some of the resources that we're creating. Great. That's step one. Step two is, so what? So what does it mean to the business that these things are happening? What is it that having these activities happen is driving. So it might be that when people access your resources, they have greater usage of your product. Great. You need to be able to connect those dots with metrics and then report on them so that people in the business understand what it is that you are actually driving via your team's work. What you'll drive and what you'll measure should depend on the goals for your community program that you've agreed upon with stakeholders across your org but you'll especially need data resources to help you connect some of these dots. So the first step is to identify what it is you're trying to drive. Second step is make sure you have the metrics and tooling in place to do that. And then the third step is reporting on it. So for instance, here at Asana, we have enough data resources that have helped us connect the dots and build a dashboard that shows us the usage delta between domains that have, or companies that have community folks who are accessing our resources versus domains or companies that don't. And we can see the usage of Asana Delta between these two different types of customers. And luckily for us, there's a big Delta between companies that access community versus ones that don't, which tells us there's a high correlation. If we get people into the community program, they're going to be more successful with our product. 
So that is all based around what our stakeholders told us they really wanted community to drive. And so it was my job to help connect some of those dots so that we could report on it. Mm. Could you highlight what can be done about long-term sustainability of some of these community-led growth efforts? The biggest thing that a community leader can do is to make sure that the work is aligned to the business's goals. If you're doing work that's off in a corner or off to the side and you're focusing on the activities and not the results, chances are your program will be in danger at some point or another because people, aside from your team, won't see the value in it. And so when we're talking about long-term sustainability of your program, in order to be sustainable, you need buy-in internally from the people who care and that your work can impact. And if your work is seen as something that's off to the side or something that isn't core to the business, there is no sustainability for your program, your team, or your community, especially not for the growth that you're trying to achieve. So make sure the business sees the impact. First, be aligned to the goals and report on the work that you're doing. In order to do that, I found that you need to do internal PR all the time. I think I drive my team crazy with how much I force us to go and talk about our work to the company at large, talk about it with other teams, talk about it literally any possible time in any possible place that we can, because I don't want people who are focused on their own work to forget about the work that we're doing that helps assist and guide them towards achieving better results. So make sure that you are really aligned to the goals, that you're talking about the results that you're getting, and you're talking about it all the time. So one thing I'm thinking, so you just mentioned social media there. That was on my mind a little bit earlier to ask you about that. I'm thinking some people listening might be wanting to understand what's the difference between community and social media, because surely social media is such a key tool in harnessing the power of community. Yeah, social media and community can and should work really close together. In some organizations, they're part of the same team and others, they're separate. Oftentimes, I find it better if they're separate because they drive towards different goals. Oftentimes, social media, it is having relationships and conversations, but at a very, very broad scale for the most part, whereas community oftentimes is driving conversations and relationships at scale, but not the same level of scale. Usually there's more depth to a community-based relationship, such as an ambassador program or an in-person event series than there is on social media, but the two can and should intersect. So for instance, if you have an ambassador program, leveraging the voices of your ambassadors for social media campaigns can be fantastic, or creating social campaigns to recruit people to come to your events is great. So these things can and should work together. How they work in different organizations needs to be defined on an organization-by-organization basis, depending on what the goals are. Nice. Okay, final question on this for you. If you could look into your crystal ball a little bit, how do you see the future of community-led growth evolving? The future of community. I'll look into my crystal ball. So I think we're at the stage where many businesses are waking up to what community can do and can offer beyond just support or fun or some combination of those two things. However, what it means to them is still in this weird formative stage, and it'll take some time before things get standardized as to what falls into the community world versus what falls into customer success or other parts of marketing or social media. Maybe that's part of community, too. It just depends on the team. Mm -hmm. But I think these things will get more standardized over time. The good thing about where we're at in the world of community now is that if you are working on community, you get to help shape what this future looks like by defining it for your own team and your own org, connecting with other community professionals who are at other companies and helping to really build this future together. Super interesting. Josh, thank you so much. 
You've been listening to a Tiger Hall podcast. Quick favor. If you like this content, please hit the subscribe button so you never miss a new upload from us. And of course, if you're hungry for more, and why wouldn't you be, don't forget to download the Tiger Hall app for hundreds more just like this.